Hi, welcome to this week's session of Terpene Therapy. If you're a new listener, thank you for taking a chance and making a choice to check us out this week. Really appreciate you being here and you're joining one of the terpiest communities that the world has ever seen up to this point. And if you are a returning listener, thank you once again for showing up this week. We really appreciate you, we really appreciate you being here again and I'm already tripping over my words. 15 minutes or seconds into this episode. We don't even know at this point, to be honest. Uh, yeah, this week's episode is going to be a little bit uh, short and sweet. We have a few things going on on the personal side of, uh, of life, and so they got to get handled this week. Going to be a little bit less time for uh, making episodes, but, you know, we still got to at least put something out. That's just the way it goes. You got to show up every single week. That's the uh, that's the discipline uh, part of doing this here operation. So that being said, this week I just wanted to uh, sit down with y'all, smoke a joint, and talk about a few of the movies that I liked uh, or and still do like quite a bit uh, while I was growing up, and you know just sitting down smoking a joint because I think there's uh, you know there's not many things that go better than just uh, relaxing watching a movie and smoking a joint at the same time i think if you're gonna if you're gonna watch a movie you might as well smoke a joint and if you're gonna smoke a joint you might as well watch a movie or you know do some exercise or whatever your heart may desire that being said tonight we're talking about movies so first movie we're going to talk about tonight is uh donnie darko and you know these are in no particular order i just happen to like a few different films and uh want to share them with y'all so yeah, first order of business tonight, Donnie Darko. Uh, this film came out in, let's see, I believe it was 2001, but I might be wrong. Yeah, Donnie Darko came out in 2001. Um, has Jake Gyllenhaal and fucking Drew Barrymore in it. That's the two people that I know um, off the top of my head. Uh, that being said, it, basically Jake Gyllenhaal plays Donnie. And he's this uh, high school kid who starts having these really weird visions about this fucking uh, rabbit who keeps telling him about the end of the world. It's not really a rabbit, it's a man in a rabbit suit, but keeps telling him about the end of the world, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And, uh, you know, I don't want to spoil it too much, but some wild shit happens at the very beginning of the movie that kind of loops around at the end of the movie. And it really... You know, as 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 the film goes on, it begins to just get gradually more and more confusing to the point where you don't really understand quite what the movie's about once you reach the end of it. And you're sitting there left wondering, hmm, what actually did I just fucking watch? So, you know, I, I think that any any film that can have that sort of impact on you after you watch it to where you want to watch it again to try and figure out what was going on in the movie, uh, you know, I think that's a sign of, uh, of a high-quality film. That being said, uh, definitely some some very interesting scenes in the movie as well, uh, just in terms of the cinematography. I really like how they filmed this scene where uh, Donnie has this sort of clear energy, jelly, liquid stuff coming out of his chest, and they, they film it, like it's going through the whole house and you just sort of follow it. You know, I've always been a fan of those, um, I guess, like single single scene steady cam shots where it goes through a scene and you just kind of see everything going on instead of having like a static shot 
of what's uh, happening in the movie. Um, I don't really know how to describe it too much more than that. I'm not I'm not uh, as well versed in in uh, film vocabulary as I am with uh, cannabis or music. Man, I really do like that film though, and uh, definitely goes great with a very strong strain of weed or some hash. Um, and if you're like me, you probably probably got both going on at the same time. But yeah, I'd recommend I'd recommend you sit down with a nice fat joint and watch that film. I don't have too much more to say on that one, but uh, it's just. It's a nice, it's a nice, like, uh, if you don't have anything to do, it'll stimulate your mind for a little bit, nice little hour and a half, two hours, and, uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to say too much, because I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it too badly, uh, if you haven't seen it, you know, but, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get this, uh, get this joint rolled up, to This week, we're keeping it simple, you know, we're, instead of bringing out the hash pipe, bringing out all the the crazy, uh, crazy equipment and utensils. We're just gonna roll up some uh, white ash cannabis code. This is the, I believe it is the headband crossed with uh, some type of AK, like a blueberry AK or something like that. Really nice genetic, burns really well. Uh, great relaxing high, uh, something that you know, I haven't seen in quite a while. A lot of a lot of the genetics nowadays that I've been presented with are a lot of uh, gelato-based genetics, runs-based genetics. Uh, Sherbaccio is like another fucking strain that everything seems to be crossed with nowadays. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And you know, I like to I like those strains that kind of take me back to when I was younger. You know that. That 2012-2013 pack, you know what I mean. I gotta get the joint licked and, and sealed. Mm. I love when you can just smell the terps coming right up through the through the joint when you're when you're sealing it. Man. And, uh, as always, we're using raw black papers. You know, I wouldn't recommend anyone use any other type of paper. Uh, that's just me personally. Let's see if we can get some packing action going. Uh, let me find something to pack with real quick. Man, you know what? How did I make it all the way up here without a without a tool to pack with? That is just preposterous now, isn't it? Oh, here we go. We're good. Got one. It's very crucial to pack the uh, pack the flour down in the joint after you seal it. Uh, I think a good a good even packing, you know, it's just like with a bowl. A joint is really just a giant long bowl made out of paper. You want to make sure the flour is packed evenly in there, you know. Uh, as I like to, as I like to think, you know, it's uh, sealing the joint up is only half of rolling it. After that, you've essentially created your form in which you pack the flour into, and. Uh, you know, you can create a really, really well-burning joint with that with that technique. You know, I find it's kind of a hybrid between rolling and packing. Uh, seems to work well for me, though, i got to say. And, you know, definitely got to grind up a little bit more flour for this one. So, 
Oh, I, you know, I don't even recall what the, uh, what the next movie was. We got to pull up our notes. Oh yeah. Yeah. 2001, a space odyssey is the next movie that I wanted to talk about. And you know, that, that film is, uh, one that I look at as more of just watching. It's almost like watching different art pieces on the screen, uh, different, different paintings, different scenes, uh, each thing sort of being, I view it as loosely tied together, but um, each thing is sort of a standalone. Each scene is sort of a standalone, uh, like a standalone thing. It's got its own little uh, own little energy going on with it. Uh, let's see here. When did that one come out? And so... That came out in, uh, oh man, let's see, come on now. 1968 is when it was when it was made, and uh, it was made by one of the more interesting directors I would say out there, Stanley Kubrick. Um, you know, if you if you really want to go down a rabbit hole, look into how he uh, look into how he died. But um, you know, we'll we'll save that for the conspiracy theory episode of Terpene Therapy. That being said, 2001 A Space Odyssey is one of my, uh, one of my, not, I wouldn't say favorite films, but it's very interesting to me because of how, how it was created, how the, uh, cinematography was approached versus really any other film, especially at the time and how the special effects sort of still hold up to this day. Um, you know, it's one of those timeless movies, I think. And, uh, it, it's, uh, it's one that will also leave you feeling sort of uh, confused the first time you watch it, just like Donnie Darko. And so, uh, you know, it, it's it, any film that requires a little bit of, uh, a little bit more analysis is something that, like, I've always been drawn to, you know, something that I feel like it's a more involved experience whenever you're watching it instead of just, you know, there's no, there's no harm in just having, like, a very surface-level film where it might just be, like, uh, like a comedy or like a like a like a chick flick type of film, you know, like The Notebook or some shit. But like the films that really really have you uh, mentally stimulated, make you think. Those are the ones I'm definitely into, and I feel like uh, this one definitely falls into that category. So you know, it's very uh, it's very. <sighs> It requires a lot of it requires a lot of like abstract thinking, trying to like connect different parts of the movie. Um, oh, how do I how do I even like explain that? You know, I need to de- I need to develop my film analysis vocabulary a little bit more. That might be another goal uh, for for myself over over my life. Um, but that being said, you know, it starts off, I'm pretty sure, with that uh with that famous scene with the with the with the classical music going on, you got the you got the monkeys on the planet, and so you see the uh you see like the you got the monolith thing, which is like that uh that like black structure in the film. And man, I tell you what, it's just it's something you'll have to really check out for yourself and try to analyze. It's uh, oh, it's something that to me, 
it's really even hard for me to explain. So I won't even try to bore y'all too much with trying to do that. Uh, I'm just going to get this joint rolled up and fin or finished up with the rolling and uh, we'll get it lit. Let's see now. Hopefully I have a lighter. Always a lighter somewhere around the terpene therapy satellite. So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get this uh, get this joint lit up. You know, we're uh, I feel like this is sort of a filler episode almost. You know, we're dealing with a little bit of writer's block today. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, and uh, just tr just trying to figure out something to something to put out there. You know. Uh, next next episode though, episode thirty, you won't want to miss because I have a plan to uh, take a point three dab on there and uh, film the aftermath of that, which you know I feel like will be thoroughly entertaining. So you definitely want to check that out. But uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get this get this uh, headband blueberry AK lit up. off the rip it's very nice very nice uh ember being created and really honestly starting to get an oil ring even before taking that first pull which to me is a good sign so yeah just getting that burn line established real quick this will be a little bit time for meditation On the first pull, you definitely get some of those blueberry notes. Uh, I really like the strains that taste more natural rather than like a candy fruit. Uh, I've been leaning more towards those nowadays. And you know, I gotta say the name speaks for itself. The ash on the first pull immediately is white. Starting to get a little bit more of that headband profile in there too, you know. If you're if you're a headband fan like I am, you understand exactly the uh, flavor that I'm talking about right now. And it's something that uh you know is kind of unique to to headband and its uh its cousins. Mmm, man, delicious. It's burning really well. Taking maybe three four pulls off of it it's got a nice uh nice turp ring starting to really develop you know papers getting nice and shiny and sweaty definitely a uh definitely a strong potent one too you know even off those few hits i can i can feel an uh effect starting to set in behind the eyes especially um you know it's that classic headband effect too it's one that uh it just takes me back you know it's one of those ones that I really enjoy it because it's a uh, it's a very strong high. It's one that kind of makes you feel dizzy almost, but it's relaxing too.
That is exceptionally delicious. Very clean too. It's very smooth on the throat. It's basically like breathing in air, you know. Really, really nice cure, gotta say. Starting to slow the uh, slow the mind down a little bit too. But uh, yeah, so just a little bit. I uh, was doing a little googling while I was rolling a joint, and uh, just just to give you all a little bit more on uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. And uh, right now I'm on medium.com. And so I found something interesting that I was reading. And this is just a, uh, if you're going to watch the film, I just want you to uh, maybe approach it from this perspective. And uh, see that the film is split up into three parts. Section one being the dawn of man. Section two being the Jupiter mission. And section three being Jupiter and then beyond the infinite. And so approaching the film from from uh, looking at it from that perspective really helps you kind of stay on track with one where you're at in the movie because it is uh, one that you can get lost in, especially, uh, you know, that's just that's how that's how a lot of Kubrick films are. I find, you know, very, very interesting pieces of work. But uh, if you don't understand one, who the uh, who the director is and two how he approaches things, uh, it can be a little uh a little easy to misunderstand. I will say that. Oh, man. See, this headband is one of those ones that just... Mm, it really sets in, you know. It's, uh, it's really doing a number. Really doing a number on me. Oh, man. Oh, where were we at? Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about the, uh, the last film for this episode, and that would be uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. You know, shout out to Hunter S. Thompson, uh, creator of uh, Gonzo Journalism, uh, born in Louisville, Kentucky, and, you know, someone who we uh, happen to have graduated from the same high school, someone who, uh, at least on a uh, journalistic perspective, I find to be pretty inspiring. You know, he's a person who believed in really inserting himself into the story. Um, that being said, you know, sometimes that those uh, those adventures go a little awry. And uh, that happens to be uh, what's going on in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. You know, it starts off, they, uh, they're chilling in Los Angeles. You know, Hunter S. Thompson's chilling with his uh, attorney. They get a phone call saying that they need to go cover the uh, Mint 400, which is a motorcycle race out in the desert around Las Vegas. Well, you know, got to go ahead and get all these supplies ready. They gather everything up, hop into a red Cadillac, and from there, or not a red Cadillac, the Cadillac comes later. They hop into a red convertible, and from there, they are off. So they arrive at the hotel. Completely completely twisted on acid and you know they got that famous scene where the uh the check-in lady her head turns into an eel and he's like oh god what the fuck is going on uh attorney steps in at the last second you know right at the right time to handle the situation and uh so they meet up with their photographer and uh you know shit really starts going off the rails uh, at that point so you know i want i won't spoil the movie too much more beyond that point but just know that uh 
it's uh in my opinion one of Johnny Depp's best works as well as just one of my favorite films in general. I like how it's filmed uh, from a cinematography perspective. I like the story. You know, I'm a fan of who the film is based on. So, you know, it really does check all the boxes for me. And I would highly recommend that film if you have not seen it. But that being said, most of y'all out there listening to this podcast, I feel like have seen it. Uh, in that case, you will be able to relate and understand why I like the film so much. Uh, once again, shout out to Hunter S. Thompson. I recommend you check out any of his other works too. You know, he's got Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail. Um, what is it? The Rum Diary. He's also got, uh, quite a few more things out there. You know, you got the, you got the power of Google right in your pocket. So go ahead and, uh, exercise that power. But yeah. Shout out to Hunter S. Thompson. Shout out to uh, Stanley Kubrick. And shout out to whoever directed Donnie Darko. Um, Those are a couple of my favorite films to enjoy when I am consuming some White Ash Cannabis Co. flour. Once again, this is the White Ash Cannabis Co. uh, believe is the headband crossed with the Blueberry AK. Gonna take another hit. And uh, I will see you all next week. You know, I got to get got to get got to get ready to uh, teleport out of the satellite and uh, back into real life. So, you know, we got to got to wrap this episode up. I really appreciate y'all listening, though. If you if you if you have made it all the way this far this week, you know, congratulations. If you haven't made it this far. I can't say I don't blame you on this episode, but, you know, the important thing, in my opinion, is just making an episode because uh, if, if you don't make the episode, you don't know if it's going to be a good or a bad one. And it doesn't really matter either way whether it's a good or a bad episode. What does matter, though, in my opinion, is that you show up every week and continue to do the thing. So I appreciate y'all uh, listening. And if y'all have some good terps out there, make sure you are thoroughly enjoying them. Because, you know, uh, might as well while you're here. And once again, I really appreciate y'all tuning in for another episode. I'm going to take another hit, and I will see you all next week on episode 30 of Terpene Therapy. This is episode 29, by the way.